welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today. I'm here with Will uh, on the William Lee YouTube channel. Check that out. I'm actually going to link to your video that one of the viewers of my channel sent me where you were talking about kind of the truth about getting started on Etsy, where you were kind of paralleling your story as you got started um, selling on Etsy. And I I wanted to invite you to the channel because I really enjoyed your video and I wanted to, I was hoping you could kind of share your story here as well, because I think my viewers will um, benefit from hearing it. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me. It's a a pleasure to meet you. And uh, I am glad to try and lend my little bit of knowledge about Etsy (laughs) to, uh, to the gang. For sure. Yeah. And everybody starts somewhere. So I just thought it was great that you gave um, really, it felt like a transparent, true perspective about what it was like for you getting started on Etsy. And uh, it was refreshing. I always appreciate, you know, nicely edited videos. And I thought yours was great. You brought some great data into it as well. So again, everybody check out Will's content. I'm going to link to it. Top link in the description. Oh, thanks very much. I mean, I can tell you uh, a little bit about how it came together for me. Um, I come from a traditional business background, you know, went to college and graduate school and all that stuff, but I never had any experience selling print on demand types of products. And one of my uh, hobbies for a long time has been photography. And so I built a photography website, never really tried to sell it that much. It was more just as a place to put it, you know, you, you do all the work to make your pictures. You want to kind of bring it to a conclusion. So I put it up on a photo website. But, but when I was building a newer version of the website recently, I started thinking, well, I wonder if there's good marketplaces out there where maybe I could start using the photography for something, sell it in some fashion. And as a part of that research, I came across Etsy. And so I dug further into Etsy and, and did find some photographers who are selling stuff like mine on Etsy and seemed to be having some amount of success. Some One of the guys had been on for years, other was only on for a couple of years, but they both had been selling a lot. Um, you know, relatively speaking. So I thought, all right, well, I'll I'll try and learn from how they set up their store, how they price their products, the sort of medium that they were printing the photos on. And uh, I'll see if I can set up a store and maybe sell some pictures on Etsy. Now, even though I was doing that, I I suspected that maybe I wouldn't sell too much um, because photography is hard to sell. But it was it was a fun project. And and because I think of YouTube as being more my primary uh, project in terms of where I'm trying to generate income, I figured it, the worst case was I would have fun. I would learn about Etsy and, uh, and maybe I could get some interesting, um, you know, stuff from the whole experience that I could share on YouTube. And so, you know, I went through all that process and, and lo and behold, uh, I didn't find a lot of a success on Etsy in my store. And there's a bunch of stuff I could do to change that, but I, I haven't pursued it further quite yet. Um, at the point where I made the Etsy video and, and obviously it resonated because a lot of people watched it and, uh, there's a huge discussion going, uh, in the comments to that video where there were people sort of, you know, almost 300, I just checked. That's crazy. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. 300 comments is pretty good for like your first Etsy video. (laughs) Yeah. Well at the time, and this is nuts. I mean, I only had 54 subscribers. It's a, it's a brand new YouTube channel. Uh, but from that video, it's up to 2,000 subscribers already in just two weeks um, and hundreds of comments and, and thousands of likes to the video. So 
So if you haven't seen the video, um, I try to be balanced and say, you know, not that Etsy is bad or Etsy is good, but just these were my observations. And I tried to highlight some things that weren't clear to me at the time when I was getting started that I thought might be useful to other people who are uh, using Etsy. Some might have been using it and already found these things. And maybe, you know, maybe others are just kicking the can around and thinking about it and uh, could find it useful. Yeah, no, it's a great perspective. Like I, I was saying, um, somebody felt the need to send it to me and, you know, I still like read and respond to all my emails. And when people send me videos, I even check them out. I mean, I, I, I'm guilty of, I'm a two X speed watcher, so I'll watch it on double time, <laughs> but if it's good and it keeps my attention, I'll watch it the whole way through. And I thought your video was, um, definitely worth, like, I wanted to share it with my audience. And I mean, there's two ways I go about doing that. Sometimes I'll do a reaction video, uh, but you know, I emailed you and you know, here we are. So I'm glad to have you on the channel. I wanted to ask, by the way, photography. We don't, I don't talk, I don't know anything about photography other than that. I'm no good at it, but like, is that uh, I guess what's the mentality amongst photographers? Like if you sell a photo, are you selling it to photographers? Are you selling it to people like me? Do you, is that how, is that your intent to monetize photography? If you go out and you're more than just a hobbyist or how does, how does that work? I guess. Well, there's, there's always the people that are trying to pursue it as a, as a career and really make that their, their source of income. And, and I've not pursued it because I, I looked at it probably 10 years ago and thought about it. Um, do I want to do it as an income source and just weigh the pros and cons and ultimately decided not to do it in part because I thought it would just take the fun out of it for me. It's something I really like. It's my escape. And as soon as I make my, my escape my job, I figure it's going to destroy it for me. Now, now it brings a whole different set of pressures to it. Um, but the people that do try and pursue it, and, and my, the thing I like is sort of outdoor landscape, nature, you know, kind of an outdoor guy. So I was, that was where I was going to go uh, professionally. And it seems that the people that are doing that for a living um, tend to make more of their money by far running tours and uh, expeditions. So they'll, they'll organize a trip to wherever, you know, a, a popular place and, and they'll, for some amount of money per person, they'll, they'll have people go with them for, you know, a day or days or a week and, and do photography. And so they'll make far more of their income uh, as, a, as an experience uh, going on these trips than they will from actually selling the photographs. Now, I'm sure most of them would prefer to make their money actually selling their photographs and not have to do the teaching and the expeditions and all that stuff. But it's just tough to make money at it uh, doing that. So when I'm doing my photography, it's first and foremost, just because it's, it's a beautiful day. I see something really nice. I'm trying to capture it and then make it into something really artistic. And it's hard. You take thousands of pictures to get a couple that are real knockouts. So it's partly the the satisfaction of accomplishing something elusive, um, but it's not it's not really to make money. So for me, when I was doing the website, I figured I could probably sell a couple here and there. I have in the past. Uh, one of the pictures got used in uh, I think Men's Health magazine, and another one was purchased for uh, a regional um, magazine that does an annual calendar. So I've sold a few. But for the most part, it really is just for fun. So for me with Etsy, I thought, well, here's a marketplace with lots of people from all around the world. Maybe I can sell a couple there if I can get the pricing and, and packaging uh, right. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, the one thing when you mentioned photography, <laughs> this is kind of where my brain goes as like a former web developer. I think of things like kind of at scale. And I was I immediately thought like, 
of the website Pexels, P-E-X-E-L-S, if you've heard of it. Yeah. It's kind of like an open source, like massive repository for f- photographers. Maybe they're just trying to build a name for themselves. But in my head, I just thought like you could be doing this great original work and like offering, you know, the photographs for, a, you know, whatever, I'm sure a fair fee based mm-hmm. on what the market's charging. Right. And then you could just have someone like me or whoever, like that just goes and like writes a script that pulls all the photos off Pexels that you have the CC zero license to use and monetize. Yeah. And then bulk upload to Etsy, you know what I'm saying? And under like charge 99 cents or something. And it's just like, it, it sucks the fun out of it, but it's, it's kind of like where the world, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like the state of where we're at with e-commerce now, you know, it's, it's like, you yeah. can do, you can do it either way. And it, it, it's like, even if like you're doing much better work, like it gets diluted, you know what I'm saying? Like your visibility takes a hit by, and I'm not saying I don't, I don't actually do this, but obviously if I know how to do it, someone else probably is already sure. doing it. So. Yeah, no, I agree. And there's a number of websites like Pexels. I'm, I'm definitely familiar with them that have a huge repository of photographs. And it's as, as a user of that service, it's very inexpensive to get access to those pictures, which and you know highlights the point that the photographer on the other side, the one that's taking the pictures and putting them up, they're not making much money on that. So it's it's a challenging field. I mean, the, it's not, I mean, I don't want to discourage people from doing photography, but just from my perspective, it's it's tough to make a good income because there's a massive amount of competition. It's just too easy to do with digital. Now, back in the film days, you could do it because it was a lot harder to do, but in the digital world, it's, it's probably not the the best way to make uh, an income. Um, So yeah, that's, that's what kind of brought me to Etsy. And um, I built a nice store and I uploaded, you know, probably, I don't know, not, not near as many as I should, if I really wanted to actually pursue this, uh, 30 or 40 pictures and a variety of different backings. You know, you can put them on paper, on canvas, on metal. Uh, there's some interesting canvas, uh, not canvas, but um, uh, a plastic-like material. I forget what it is right now, um, where you can actually put a print on the plastic. And it's called a wall sticker. You literally just stick it to the wall and it supposedly doesn't damage paint. So people might choose to buy that because they're inexpensive. Um, you could buy a, do it as a poster. You could do it as this thing that just literally sticks to flat to the wall and, uh, you just leave it up. And when you're sick of it, you just peel it off and put something else there. So there's lots of different things. I, I looked at, uh, other categories that I haven't done yet, uh, just for lack of time, um, where maybe you could put some prints on shower curtains or carpets. Uh, I did make a number of the images into puzzles. So I was looking at lower price points too than the photographs might be. Uh, so I have this whole sort of path that I can continue down. And then, uh, and then the thing seems to be about how do you, you know, get noticed and probably to get noticed uh, in the competitive marketplace. And, and you would know far better than I, the first place might be to slash my profit margins down to almost zero, just to start getting sales in the store to get noticed by the algorithm and if I could start getting sales, then I could start adding profit margin uh, back into it over time once I've established reputation. And of course, there's there's the opportunity to go to other um, social sites, uh, Pinterest and Instagram, et cetera, and start building an audience and driving traffic to the store there. There's no reason to just stay on Etsy. Um, so there's lots of ways that I could go with this. Uh, but so far, I, I did um, you know a basic store prints in a few different formats uh, and did things like that. So, uh, so far being perfectly transparent, no sales, <laughs> a small number of clicks into the store, 
But I, you know, from the get-go, I didn't expect to sell anything. I was I was doing it as an experiment to learn how the platform worked. And then from there I could build it out and really actually try and start getting the sales. Yeah, it's uh, it tends to almost be like a flywheel effect where that first sale leads to another sale, leads to another sale, right? Um and so it and not as much as on Amazon, it's a true like kind of flywheel effect over there. But with Etsy, it definitely helps once you, you know, like you said, you you create all these incentives for customers to trust a relatively new shop. They see the lack of reviews and you can actually see the number of sales too. So, I mean, there's that working against you, but um, yeah, definitely it, it gets better with time. Uh, but right out of the gate, it can be difficult. Now, you were telling me before we hit record that there was some interesting discussion uh, taking place in your comment section of your video. Do you want to talk about some of the more interesting stuff that um, people were sharing down there or maybe related to your own experience and thoughts thus far about selling on Etsy in 2023? Yeah, so so there was an interesting mix. Uh, you could almost categorize the, the, the comments into different groups based on you know what the people had to say. A lot of people said, uh, wow, thanks. I was thinking about Etsy and it seems like it's not as easy as I thought. So uh, you've saved me from, from doing the work. Uh, I'm not going to bother. That was one group of people. Other people were uh, more in the category. Um, I've been doing it for a while. I am on Etsy. Um, I've had some you know, more success. It's working for me. Others saying, yeah, I've spent a lot of time and I've made few or no sales. And I'm, I'm not sure if I should continue or if I do continue, I'm not sure how to change the results I'm getting. That was another category. And then there were a few people that's uh, by far the minority that were more saying, oh, you know, this information is nothing new. I've heard it all before. You know, I don't know who your audience is. <laughs> and I think they missed. The, I think those people missed the point, <laughs> which is. Uh, there's a lot of us out here that are looking for interesting ways to, you know, build some kind of an online business and Etsy for whatever reason appealed to me at this moment in time. And I'm trying to get educated. So a video that helps me become a more informed consumer is super useful uh, so that if I want to do it, I I'm starting from a better place. And if I, if I don't like what I'm hearing, then maybe I won't do it and I'll keep looking for another, another alternative. So interesting, a lot of feedback, um, but, but yeah, just a crazy amount of comments. It really struck a nerve for some reason, which surprised me a little bit because there's a lot of channels offering a lot of good information, uh, as, as you do. So it, it kind of surprised me that somehow my video, you know, got people's attention. Yeah. I like, I like, like, I, I've already kind of been given my endorsement to your video, but it is really great for anybody who either opened an account, but is kind of stagnant in using it or potentially hasn't even taken that first step is in that information collecting phase. Uh, and again, you're, you're not trying to cater to either side. You're just giving an honest opinion. So that's great. Um, I was just going to say like one thing that I think everybody could probably benefit from on Etsy, but in most places as it relates to online business is just zoom out. You know, like I always think of like, even if I have a strongly held opinion about something like related to e-commerce, like yesterday I do a, a weekly coaching call and I had that yesterday on Wednesday. And like, I went to an incognito window and just typed in like specific niche shirt. And we just typed it into Google. And I said, you know what, instead of me telling you what's best, let's see where Google's sending people who search this. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold any of my, you know, preconceived notions. I'm just going to look at what Google says. And mm -hmm. we'll reevaluate from there because it is kind of linear, right? You start at the top, you scroll down. 
And I think everybody could probably benefit sometimes from just kind of reset what you heard, reset your expectations, even your experience. I don't know if you have to go to an incognito window. I always like to do that to just reset any inputs that maybe they're basing results on and see, you know, even if it's on Google, if it's straight to Etsy, do a search straight to Amazon, do a search, compare your stuff. If you're already selling to your competitors, you know, I think one of the biggest things that whether it's like photographs, digital downloads, t-shirts, sometimes we want to be successful right out of the gate, you know, but we'll, we'll go to college for four years and understand that we're going to, you know, be a freshman, then a sophomore, then a junior, then a senior, and then a super senior for some people. Right. Uh, well, but we'll take it like a ladder, but for things like Etsy, we say, oh yeah, I launched, you know, three t-shirts, the designs kind of suck. And I did, I'm not an expert on how to do titles or, or tags, but, and I'm not running ads, but I put three shirts up and I didn't make a sale, you know, what gives. And it's like, you're trying to make $10 profit per sale. In the meantime, your competitors are making like $3 profit for, per sale, but they're selling like 20 a day. It's just right. like, you know, just put yourself in the shoes of the customer and zoom out. And see really on a level playing field where you're not, you know, tied to it because you're, you're attempting to make money there. Like see, see kind of how you stack up to your competition. I don't know. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. And, and the, the desire that we all have to make something work fast can't be denied. But at the same time, it's, it's a competitive world. As soon as there's something that's easy and fast competition floods in and it quickly stops becoming easy and fast. So I think one of the key sort of mindsets to becoming successful is figure out what you want to work on. In this case, you know, we're talking about Etsy, but it could be POD or Amazon, the other the other things that you do. And just recognize it's going to be closer to a marathon than just a, a sprint where you don't know anything and all of a sudden you're making, making fabulous money. Uh, it's just not the way it works because as soon as something is easy and gets discovered and talked about on YouTube and mass, uh, it stops working uh, in the quick and easy way. That doesn't mean it's not going to work, but it's just if from a mindset standpoint, we got to go into it uh, a little bit differently and have patience to just build it and then evaluate and then tweak and change and then evaluate and look at it from different angles. Well, it was really interesting. There was there was one comment in my Etsy store from a woman who was expressing from some frustration with her experience. She said, I'm a, I'm a professional artist. I've been spending just a massive amount of time building out my Etsy store. It's really good. I know what I'm doing and I'm not getting any sales. It's very depressing. And I suggested to her that she reach out to somebody like yourself who has a lot of experience in Etsy and can be a fresh set of eyes. And her response to that kind of sounded like I defended her. <laughs> and, and, and I responded and I said, I said, hold on, you know, the, the biggest companies in the world hire very high price management consulting firms to evaluate what they're doing and to offer ideas. And it's not because the people at the company are not good. These are people who are, you know, loads of business experience, highly educated, know their, know their market inside and out. And they're still asking for an outside opinion to help them see their world in a different way. So I would suggest that anybody that's gotten to a certain point with their Etsy store that is now kind of wondering how do they, how do they move it further, uh, that they, they spend some time talking to someone who actually is successful in Etsy and can offer a fresh perspective. It can really help you see the world in a different way and identify things that maybe you hadn't seen. I liked some of the store reviews that you've done 
uh, I, one of them stood out where you showed like, all right, here's, here's your thumbnails. Now let's compare them to your competition. Uh, you know, just being, being, you know, honest, they didn't look good. They're not going to attract the eye and, and have the customer go in there and buy. But to the person who built that store, they probably thought it was adequate. But that fresh perspective helped, you know, hopefully they were listening to you, help them, you know, see that uh, here's one thing that you could change that would probably make a difference. Doesn't mean it's the only thing you need to do, but it's an important thing. Yeah. And that's, yeah, perspective, I think, matters a whole t- like a, so much. It's hard to understate, right? As it relates to Etsy, but as it relates to other things. And you, you know, you, you mentioned Etsy is not your sole, you know, venture here. You are just trying to explore various ways to make money online. That's what your YouTube channel is going to be about, right? Do you want to talk more about that and other potential ventures that you're going to try and speak to and et cetera, things that might interest my audience? Yeah, absolutely. So what I had done, I mean, like I think I said, I've come from a traditional corporate background, you know, college and graduate degree and all that stuff and and went and worked in various companies. And I spent most of my time in in sort of younger, fast-growing startup kinds of companies. That's where the energy was. It was great trying to you know, find the new market and build products and, and you know, get the word out and, and build sales, et cetera, et cetera. Build, build a company from a young age into something bigger. That, that was the last company I worked for too. Very like, literally, I was probably like the 12th employee or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's fun. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, probably 10 years ago, um, I was between jobs and, and I thought, you know what, I, I kind of want to do a, a podcast. Now, podcasts have been around for a while, but I like the idea, and they were still young compared to that industry where it is today. So I started a podcast, and it was all around entrepreneurial topics. And uh, I, I launched it and interviewed a bunch of people and got it up and going. And just as it was going, I got a call from somebody I used to work for who had a new startup, and it sounded exciting, and it was well-funded. And so I stopped doing the podcast and went and worked with him for the next five years, uh, working on this uh, this this project, so um, now after these after these five years, you kind of look back and say, "Geez, like that podcast would probably be pretty big if I'd kept going," because it was a good it was a good idea. So now I'm like, "Well, do I want to do a podcast again?" I like I like trying to you know help people and and uh, I like the entrepreneurial space. So what can I do with that idea? So that actually brought me to YouTube, and I thought, "All right, you know what? Let me start with YouTube." I can't do both a podcast and YouTube. Um, you, I really do think you need to pick one thing and work on that one thing for a while, because if you're really dedicating time to it, it's it's hard to do something else. Also, you start getting pulled in too many directions, and and the output and quality probably goes down. Plus, you're losing focus. So, I thought let's do YouTube, and it's going to be um, entrepreneurial topics and personal finance, because to me. Someone who's thinking about entrepreneurial stuff is someone who's trying to figure out how they can improve their their financial position. They want to get another income source. They'd like to maybe free themselves from having to work for a company and and build a business of their own. So to me, that mindset is probably also interested in general personal finance topics. You know, how do I invest better? How do I save better? What 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 types of products should I use or not use in, in my financial life? So that's the sort of the umbrella of topics I'm, I'm trying to build a, a YouTube business under. And when I did yet Etsy, it was, it was really more of a side project. Like we talked about before to just find a, a home and maybe uh, see if I could find a market for my photography. And I figured, look, 
even if it doesn't work, it'll make for something interesting to talk about on YouTube. And that's, you know, that's what brought me under my, under my primary, you know, new business here of, of YouTube uh, to doing an Etsy video. And funnily enough, it was so far uh, the biggest, the biggest topic. I did another one where it was uh, evaluating some other uh, side hustles, which is the popular term for, you know, little side businesses of various kinds. So I did another video that, that was on that topic previously and partly because of the attention from the Etsy video, that video has done really well also. But if you look at the website, you'll find various topics in, in personal finance. And, and I'm trying to strike a blend between being informative and, you know, uh, meaning educational as well as entertaining. Uh, and I, I don't feel like I've got the blend right, but I'm trying. It's fun, you know, try different things and you know, see what, what works and what people enjoy and, and, and all that. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm up to. Yeah, well, I think you did at least a great job on the the main video as evidenced by how many views it's gotten, all the great discussion taking place there. And um, it's what inspired me to invite you here today. And I appreciate you sharing your insights on Etsy and look forward to seeing um, what other videos you put out there as it relates to like personal finance and, and like everything you said, achieving success as an entrepreneur. I mean, those are all things that I love and am living on a day-to-day -day basis. So um, I look forward to that, man. And I just wanted to thank you for being here, guys. Um, he's, his, his video is going to be linked at the top of the description. Check it out. Subscribe to his channel. Uh, William, Will, thanks for being here, man. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure getting a chance to chat with you and get to meet you.